Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I am Natalie Warren. I am delighted and excited about you being with us. Whether this is your first time joining or you are returning, you're welcome here at Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Welcome to a new year. This is 2020, a new year, a new beginning. And for many people, you are already moving into some new steps, some new plans for this new year. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This is that time of year where many people are planning out goals, resolutions, intentions for the year. And I know how vital and important these things have been for my life and my business. And so I thought it would be important to really give you some thoughts and some feedback. And I'd love, love, love to hear about what you are doing this year and how you're going to be supported in doing it. But goals, intentions, and 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 planning for the year started for me when I was around 26 years old and I got an information about doing a life strategic plan at the time. Had never heard of it, wasn't even sure what it looked like, but something about this concept really grabbed me. And I remember doing a lot of research and spending a lot of time reflecting, praying, really listening to see what my life would look like going forward. And so I remember at that time getting downloads and information and insight and thinking, oh my gosh, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than where I am or what I even thought of. But I'm thankful that I didn't allow those limiting beliefs, those thoughts to stop me. I wrote the vision down. I created a vision board. I actually wrote down action steps and I want to talk about those with you a little later because those goals, those intentions, those things that I was working towards did not happen without action steps. And so I took those steps and I have accomplished a great deal of what was a, what was on my initial board in 2006. And I'm excited because I have added and expanded that vision and continue to do that as I grow and evolve as a woman. And so I want to hear, or I want to share with you first, share with you about some areas of your life that you might want to grow in. And then I want you to think about those goals that you want to set. What are they for your life? And then we're going to look at how to take action, how to move into having that, to getting that in your life. So when I think about areas of your life that perhaps you want to grow in, I think of five areas. I think of one is financial, one is your health, 
I think about relationships and sometimes I add family into that relationships. So that's social relationships as well as family. I think about career, business, and then I think about spiritual. So those are our five areas that I often think about and reflect on when I am considering my own life or I am encouraging someone else to do some things for their life. But you can add to that list, obviously, and think about what you want to um, focus on for this year. People do this different ways. There's not a right or wrong way. But some people choose to focus on one area that they really think is important and they want to master in that area. And so they do just that. They focus on that one area. And then there are others who choose perhaps to focus on all of them. Neither one is right or wrong. And when they focus on all of them, they may only choose one or two goals for the year that they really want to do and look at. And so I would encourage you to do it, whatever feels most aligned with you and where you are. But I do encourage you not to do too many goals. And in that, that really supports you to be successful. Because there's nothing like wanting to accomplish something and then accomplishing it or not accomplishing it. And so the success that I've found is when we don't have too many goals, it makes it really easier to be able to do that. And so in that, I hope that you are already gotten or getting some thoughts about what you want it to look like. And then I challenge you to think about goal setting from a different perspective, which is a part of what I teach women to do, is that really I teach about how to set goals that truly align with you. They're authentic goals. And authentic goals are more about the things that are based on what really matters to you. They're really aligned with your values and your beliefs because for many of us, we don't realize it, but our goals are often focused on what we think maybe others want from us or what we should be doing. Remember talking to a client at one point and she had pursued a degree in an area of study that she really wasn't interested in. But culturally, there were only a a good four or five career paths that were honorable and respectful or respected in her culture. And so it wasn't really aligned with what she wanted, but it made her feel like she was a part of the community. And as she went through the program, graduated, has on the other side trying to find a job, she's now becoming more aware that it's really not aligned with what she wanted. So that's an example of a goal that's not aligned with you about what you want, what's important to you, what really matters to you. This is so important too, because when we have goals that are aligned with us, they inspire you and they stir you up with enthusiasm. They keep you motivated. These goals can give you the strength and the courage that you need to push past your limits. If you are reaching for a goal and many times the goals are bigger than us, then they cause us to leave our comfort zones and do something different. And if it is something that's going to cause you to push past your comfort zone, you really need the strength and the courage to be able to do that and to feel good about it. And so before we move into you now getting a little more clarity about the goal and how you want to move forward in it, I want to talk to you about shifting your mindset around it and around you because I believe this supports you in being successful and achieving the goal. It's one thing to set the goal. It's another thing to achieve the goal. 
And when we shift our minds, I really want you to start to think about what are the thoughts that I even have about me having this goal or achieving this goal. Maybe your goal is that I want to be able to save a certain amount of money. But what are your dominant thoughts around that? Are you thinking this is possible or is this impossible? Or I'm not even sure how I'm going to be able to do this. Things like this never work out for me. What are your dominant thoughts? Maybe your goal is I want to lose a certain number of pounds or I want to be able to exercise weekly. And now I want you to really pull back a little bit. I call it zoom out and really ask yourself, what are my dominant thoughts around that? Because that will be an indicator to really help you to see if you're going to really be able to accomplish it or where you need to do some shifting in order to accomplish it with what I call ease and flow. I know this is probably already getting you to think and you're already stretching yourself. And that is why I want to do this episode because that is what's necessary for you to be able to do it. Other goals could be, you know, I want to spend time with family or I want to travel. What are your dominant thoughts around that? Like, I don't have time already to do what I need to do. Um, I don't know where I'm going to go. Do I have to go by myself? What are your dominant thoughts? And as you're thinking about those dominant thoughts about that, I really want you to think about even the dominant thoughts that you have about yourself. That maybe you're thinking, I want to make more money. Maybe that's my goal. But what are your dominant thoughts about how that has to happen? Does it mean that I have to hustle and work hard all the time? Does that mean that I have to sacrifice the things that I love What are your dominant thoughts? And once you're able to really own them and acknowledge them, then you can start the process to ask yourself, are these the thoughts that I want to continue to have or do I get to choose something different? Before we even get into you accomplishing the goal or even setting up steps to make it happen, it really starts with what you're thinking, what's your mindset, what are you believing that ultimately sets you up for success. And in that, it helps you to really be prepared to move into the thing that you really want. I will tell you this in regards to whatever your goal is for this year, there is no right or wrong way to your success. There is no right or wrong way to your success. I know we are told it's supposed to be done this way and this is how long it should take and do X, Y, and Z steps one, two, and three, and you're there. Well, that's not your path to success. And so it's not a quick way and it's not a right way. It's the way that it's for you. What's the best for you? I also would challenge you before you really move into thinking about what you're wanting to accomplish this year in 2020, that you really stop settle down and reflect on what you did in 2019. And I want you to take an honest assessment of what that year was like for you. What is it that you did accomplish in that year? What were the things that you wanted to accomplish and you didn't? What were the things that you even you didn't even put on the list because maybe you were afraid or maybe you doubted yourself or maybe you didn't think it was possible? I want you to reflect on that as well. Like in 2019, I didn't even consider, I wasn't even ready for 
But in you doing this assessment, it really helps you to see a lot. It helps you to be able to see what you did do because oftentimes we're, that's overlooked because we're thinking about what we didn't do. It helps you to see what you didn't accomplish because it helps you to learn maybe some areas of growth and opportunity that you need to focus on for 2020. And then we look at the things that you didn't even consider because in that, it helps you maybe even to establish and to find out where you're limiting yourself, where you are settling, where are you playing small? And all of those pieces are important with you being able to move forward and figuring out what it is you want for your year 2020. As you're thinking about 2020, if you haven't already done it, I encourage you to come up with a theme that could be a word or a phrase that describes the year for you, what you're anticipating, what you want to focus on, what you're sensing. All of those things are so important. I can think back over the years that I've done this, and it's been many. Some of the words that came to me were strategic and intentional. I remember that year. I remember the year of yes. And I was determined that I was going to say yes to all the things I would normally say no to. I remember the year of exponential growth. The year of divine connections. I have so many experiences that have been aligned with the theme that I'd gotten at the beginning of the year before I even knew what was going to unfold in that year. But in that, it really shaped a lot of the decisions that I made, a lot of the choices that I made, and a lot of the things that I was able to accomplish simply by getting a word or a phrase that describes the year and setting that intention on that year. And so I encourage you before we move any further to take out time in this year, if you hadn't already done that, settle yourself, get quiet and ask, what is the best intention that I can make for this year? What word or phrase describes 2020 for me and my, and my experiences of 2020? And being able to have that in the forefront, I encourage you to write it down and place it somewhere. So that could help you and support you in your success in the year 2020. As you're thinking about 2020, I also want you to think about what are those most joyous moments that you've had in the last 12 months? It could be work or life related. I want you to start to think about those things as you're preparing for this 2020 vision because it empowers you. It, it, it gives you insight and information into what energizes and motivates you. And that also will support you with not just setting out to do the goal, but also helping you to maintain the progress that you're going to be working on. And in those five areas that I mentioned, you now can start to say, okay, in this particular area, what is it that I want to accomplish? And as you're listening to, to, listen to this, I know that ideas and thoughts are coming to you. So whether you're driving in your car, you're sitting in the house, wherever you are at this moment, I want you to reflect, and if you're able, I want you to write them. In this particular area of my life, I want to see this happen. And in that, what are those things that you really, really want? 
a lot of the times we'll go with the things that we think are obvious, right? I want success. I want freedom. I want confidence. Those are words that are really kind of buzzwords right now. And those things are important. I would definitely agree. But then thinking underneath that, because that's a big part of goal setting for me and me encouraging my clients to do it. It's really about tapping into how we want to feel. I don't know if you got the lesson about it, but our core desired feelings are typically what we're wanting. And our emotions have a greater power to move us more than any rational thought. We are more driven by emotions than we realize. And so if that is true, then you're not really chasing the goal. You're chasing the feeling you hope to get when you reach the goal. And the feeling that it will give you is truly what you're chasing, not the goal. And so if we're establishing that you're not really chasing the goal, however, that's what you want, then I want you to start to be more clear on how you want to feel. How do you want to feel as you're working on your goals for 2020? And when you're able to do that, it really supports you with working towards getting the feeling. And the outcome isn't as important as the feeling. So I'll give you an example. Two of my core desired feelings, if you've heard any of my podcasts before, I speak a lot about ease and flow. And those are truly my core desired feeling. And all that I do and all that I accomplish, I truly want to feel ease and flow. And so those two feelings govern my decision making. So if my goal is to increase my speaking and go on bigger platforms and travel the world spreading a message that I absolutely love doing and my core desired feelings are ease and flow, then that might mean that my speaking, I wouldn't be speaking traveling every weekend because for me, that may not create ease and flow. It might look like twice a month I may be able to do that. And so in that, it really will govern you, even as you're thinking about those areas that I mentioned earlier, and you're starting to establish at least one goal, if you're not just going to focus on one area. How do I want to feel? And becoming really clear on that is going to support you with creating it, with making the decisions that are aligned with that, which is then connected to your authentic self and what you value and what you believe. Because maybe what I value and I believe is that my family is important. And the time that I spend with them and my children as they're growing is important to me. Then I would value the time I have with them. Then it would lead me into what can I do to create ease and flow that aligns with what I really want, but also gives me what I'm working towards. And that for you will give you that balance. That balance of what we're typically looking for in our lives and helping us to do that. And so I want you to say, to ask yourself, how can I reach my goals in a way that feels whatever it is you want to feel? There are core desired feelings. This theory is basically about finding those things. And it comes from a very powerful book that I read some years ago. And so asking yourself, how do I want to feel? And how can I reach my goals in a way that feels that way? Maybe it's I want to feel confident. 
Uh, I want to feel confident. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel at ease. I want to feel adventurous. Whatever that feeling is for you, then you would align those decisions with that and ask yourself, how can I reach my goal in a way that feels whatever it is you're trying to feel? This is a way that I have learned has supported me and so many other people that I've worked with being able to do that, being able to do that. And after you've gotten the clarity about how you want to feel, your next step really is what do I need to do to accomplish this? And that has been one of the most powerful things that I've done when I do goal setting is then I set out an action list and I write down everything that I could think of that will get me towards that. And these could be the small steps as well as the big ones. Because sometimes we overlook the small ones thinking that they're not as important, but they're just as important, right? They're just as important. And so questions you could think about is, what do I need to do to feel this way? What are three things that I need to do today? What are three things I need to do this week? What are three things I need to do this quarter? And what are three things I need to do this year? That's the beginning of the action for you. And then asking yourself, what are, who are three people that I need to collaborate with? Because for many of us, our goals are things that we cannot accomplish alone. Who do I need to collaborate with? Who do I need to talk to? And moving me forward. And then the last piece of what I believe about authentic goal setting that I want to share with you is allow yourself to surrender the outcome. So detach from it. So you're having the goal, this is what I want to accomplish, but being open to the possibilities of how it could come into your life and then just allowing it. So surrendering the control, surrendering the need to know every detail, and then allowing it to unfold as it, as it should, as it will, as it's supposed to, really will support you to meet those goals in 2020. All right. I have so, so, so enjoyed sharing with you about how to set those goals that are authentic for 2020 and moving forward in this year that we all have been given a new opportunity to start and do amazing things. I look forward to seeing what comes through you next in 2020. Thank you for listening to this episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.